Welcome to Live from Midgard, the Final Fantasy trading card game podcast recorded at Geeky Vellum, located in beautiful downtown Everett, Washington. In today's episode, Steve is joined by some of the most preeminent players in the Pacific Northwest and beyond to discuss all the latest in the world of Final Fantasy TCG. Now, without further ado, take it away, Steve. Hey, this is Steve. This is Jeff. This is Neil. And this is Ryan. Hey, welcome to Live from Midgard. We are at episode 44. And uh, we just got out of finishing a Saturday Final Fantasy event here. We played Constructed. We had 12 people. We had people from Canada, uh, which was pretty cool. We had Barry, Alex Scott from, uh, he writes the Mysidia Post. And we had Philippe, uh, who was here. And they all played um, pretty well. It was fun. That was and nice. I'm used to being the person who drives the furthest to get here. So it was, <laughs> it was nice to be a local boy today. Yeah, you <laughs> lost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today, uh, Ryan Chen came first place, so congratulations, Ryan. Woo! You won with uh, Ice Earth, I believe. Uh, that's correct. All right. So uh, what made you build that deck? Because you, I know you were playing uh, just Mono Ice uh, previously. Right. So I kind of got bored of Mono Ice, um, so I built Earth you Ice. Just, you were just too good with Ice now. And, and then I'll tell Drew I was playing something fun and new, mm. and then I started playing like the normal Ice stuff. And he, like, never lets me live it down. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy goes, hey, I'm sick of ice. I'll just play Ice Earth. That's with, <laughs> all of the no- with all the best ice cards in it. <laughs> so, so it's yeah. the same thing except adding Shantotos in there. Uh, and, um, so I'm going, Jesse. like, yeah, I know people like the Flan build, but I'm actually going the Scale Toad. Uh, so I just run two Scale Toads and the backup lock in case I need it. Okay. So All right. So what's the – It's the focal point of your deck is still ice, right? Right, it's mostly ice. Yeah, um, it focuses on Sephiroth and... Uh, uh, so there's, there's like a couple ways of playing it, I think. So it kind of depends on the matchup. Um, I know a lot of people here play wind, like wind-based stuff. So then I just like try to play Skill Toad as fast as possible. <laughs> and then like I can outgrind them because I have three Cecils and three Allsteins. So like if they just play out their stuff, then I just like wait yeah, for my uh, good stuff to come out. Yeah, tune in to uh, the play-by-play on YouTube for our final round, and you will see uh, Ryan do exactly that against the wind deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we had uh, John Galron and Ryan at the finals table, and they played it out. Um, it was a very good matchup. I think uh, John took the first one, but Ryan uh, was able to come back and um, win both the second and the third one to um, remain first place. So yeah. it was a very good matchup, and we'll have that posted. Um, Jeff was actually... One of the other players who were playing, Wind. And uh, you were playing Mono <laughs> Wind, correct? Uh-huh, I was. So what was your... I know uh, Wind, when we say, oh, it's Mono Wind, there's like tons of builds. That's like true. It's a, ver- That's true. a lot of variants and stuff like that. So what is uh, your focal point? What is your uh, build like? Uh, so I played... Um, you can look it up. I played the first place list from UK Nats. Uh, it was... Uh, uh, it had a lot of... Uh, Ability to chain together a bunch of damage effects. Uh, Chalinka, Fran, um, uh, lots of, just lots of Enter's Play stuff for damage. Um, very strong foundation on Yuri. Uh, used three Diabolos and no other summons. Oh, um, wow. Actually, that sounds like a lot like John Galron's uh, deck. Maybe John, John got it from the UK Nationals um, thing. Could be. I don't know. I mean, he, he might have updated it, but he was playing that deck before UK Nets launched. But it's yeah. changed. It definitely changed a little bit because John's running He's five running drop Vaughn. He's yeah, running yeah. Yasmats and five drop Vaughn. Mm, yeah, I'm which is neither of those. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Five drop Vaughn was very strange to see. <laughs> but 
It worked for him a little bit because he still got value. Mostly, uh, most of the times he played Vaughn, he would play it and he would get to attack at least once with it, yeah. uh, giving it the at least um, um, the backup. You get to untap two yeah, backups, yeah. so he got full value out of it almost every time. I think, and I generally, and generally, if he didn't get the two backup count, which I think he might have gotten all but maybe once, yeah. he at least generally was able to pick up a a, a third. You know, the the three drop that he played was Balthier. Was Balthier, you know, so that he could grab his Fran, or it got him some other type of value that advanced his board. So it wasn't just it wasn't just like, oh look, I played this three drop and Vaughn got killed. It was literally like he at least got some board advancement out of it. So. So you played against uh, John's deck. What do you think? Um, I think it's like pretty surprising because like I don't expect that when I play against his style of deck. Like Balthier and Van aren't cards that I really want to like kill with the Glazier or anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like chump forwards kind of. So like it kind of lets me in game one where I lost because I was letting him like I had Chantota in my hand, but I didn't really want to use it just on like Balthier and Van. Like I wanted him to play like Bart's at least. And then, uh, then he was able to get Yasmat out and Yashola. And then, uh, at that point, it was just like over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were watching that game, and I think uh, I was. I think there was a Zidane, Balthier, and a Vaughn out. And yeah. I think um, you had like Sarah out or something like that, or or, or Gist, uh, the Garland, what is it? Garland out. Yeah. And I think that was a prime place to play the Shantoto. Yeah. But he did not. And what happened was. <laughs> John goes, I play Yastola. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how uh, Ryan lost the first match, actually. And then after that, um, Ryan just steamrolled, I think, almost um, oh, yeah, both second and third matches. Yeah, that second game was a little bit closer uh, from the perspective of all three of them. But, yeah, uh, yeah that third game was, wasn't even close. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, very good. And um, if people who want to watch it, uh, watch it, they can tune in um, at – the Geeky Villain uh, YouTube site, and yep. we'll have it up. Uh, so we actually have a lot to talk about, and probably the main thing that we all want to talk about, didn't get to last week or whatever, yeah, is Steve. the Riku. Sorry, <laughs> it was. Hey, man, you know, I got, you know, I got a family too. All right, like this isn't it. Sure, <laughs> like, like I know I'm in a lot of these videos, no. but this isn't my. <laughs> I, I got the, other shit too. All I'm right? the only one that's allowed to have a family in this <laughs> store. Okay, me. I too am married. All right, <laughs> I got a family. Anyways, so we want to talk about the Riku man, and I know Jeff. <laughs> has a lot to talk about that, I believe. Or was it the the German one that you want to talk? Both, uh, both. I'm sure. sure. Uh, yeah. we all do. We oh. all have shit to say oh, about yeah, this. Oh yeah, we're on about anything. Let yeah, me just put it in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Riku ban, um, Jeff. Why don't you kick it off for us? Uh, let us know how you feel about it. Why uh, it had to be done this way, or why it should not have been done this way. Boy, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so just one of them. Answer one uh, of them. Riku, Riku has been tearing it up. For a while, uh, she was very strong in uh, when I played. Uh, I played a lot of Earthwind in the last Opus. That's where I got my invite to nationals from, and Riku was a very strong part of that deck. Uh, gave me a lot of uh, a lot of reach against decks that uh, uh, I really wouldn't have. I would have had a much more difficult matchup against, like say uh, Mono Water. Yeah, Mono Water. That was. Um, uh, we identified that it was going to be one of my win conditions against Mono Water, and then that wound up being the deck that I played against for the Nationals invite. So Riku was very clutch in that matchup. Um, and then it also was uh, very strong against the dedicated mill decks, since I had access to a lot more uh, sources of reactivation, and I could outmill them. Uh, and because of all of the <laughs> miners and Minfilias and Aparurus, I could do it through uh, ninjas and archers. Um, 
And then this opus, with the addition of the new Famfret and Porum, uh, the ability to make a control deck that just mills out your opponent uh, was uh, really put her above and beyond. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so with uh, Jared Wallace topping Masters, uh, what was that, about a month ago? Yeah, Masters Yokohama with yeah, it. Yeah, Yokohama. I think they realized that uh, control is an archetype that they're not really interested in having in the day in the game, and so they decided to uh, remove Riku from playability. And I do understand that. Uh, You're playing Final Fantasy. You want to play your, yeah. your characters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it, it falls into a very similar thought process um, that Turbo Discard did, right? I mean, do you feel that way? I mean, do you think do you think Riku was more or less oppressive than Thaumaturge Gasper? I think she is a lot more oppressive than Thaumaturge Gesper. I think that they were banned because they were they presented a lot of unfun games yeah. that people just didn't want to deal with. And I think I think that opposed to that, Riku just makes a uh, game style that the devs aren't really interested in having. Hmm. So which I think is it's which control is control mill and yeah. control like, like like hard control where you yeah. don't care you don't need to play forwards yeah because so i mean they're, that they're saying you're the way we designed this game is to you're supposed to deal seven points of damage but the yeah. the riku mill is like i'm not doing i'm yeah. not playing the way you designed the yeah. game to yeah i'm gonna mill you out and that is it's supposed my, to be a character driven game where yeah. you you know you play out these really cool forwards and they have these great battles and so when you just <laughs> fam for it everything that comes into play and then dull riku every turn uh that that excitement that they're trying to capture uh, is lost. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, and, the, and the, I mean that was the whole idea. I mean, yes, not maybe as oppressive as Turbo, but the discard. But that's the same thing. It's literally like I'm going to make you discard everything, and you get to play one card a turn. And if I can kill it, then ooh, you got your guy. I mean, yeah. Riku did basically the same thing, which was, you know, you play one thing, I play my Porum, I blow you up. Yay! I get my seven back. Oops. <laughs> Except it's a lot less reliant on top decking. It, yeah, it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about the Riku ban? I know you're not really much <laughs> of a win player. I know you, you like ice and all that stuff. I mean, but one of the reasons why I chose to play ice this opus was because it's like one of the only elements that can deal with it, like without like teching for it. You pretty much just uh, aggro it them natural, down. It yeah. naturally is there. Yeah. So you play like... Just keep going. Oh, you play lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you play lock and Genesis, and then you just keep uh, like attacking them and making them discard. And you have natural summon cancel with Sellas and uh, Edward, so like that's pretty much uh, one of the best archetypes against it, I would say. Yeah, so Silent Verse is right. very difficult to deal with for the mill deck. My question was Riku, though. Oh, <laughs> what well, do you feel about Riku ban? <laughs> I said I know you play oh. Ice a lot. I know yeah. that, but how do you feel about the Riku ban? Like, I don't think it matters that much against yeah. Ice. I, I just think like that's gonna make Ice the next target for a ban. I think that's mm. what the point was: is that it doesn't. He plays Ice because Riku was good, uh -huh. and now that Riku's gone, Ice is better. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. I play right. Scale Toad now because I I don't care about. I expect six cost Pamphlet even less. So, okay. Now I'm just going to tax them to death instead. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What about you, Neil? Uh, I think th I think it needed to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy it's gone. I think that there are potentially still some cards. Um, I know that uh, you know uh, there are definitely cards that are hunter type cards, or you know cards that prey on other cards. And I think that some of those cards need to stay. Like I think Three Drop of Zidane is a card that doesn't <laughs> need to be banned. 
<laughs> I agree. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't think it does because it does it does a number of things. I think the specific issue with Riku is especially with the fact that Wind wants to play this reactivation game that every time you add more reactivation cards, you're limiting the design space and you're buffing Riku, and, uh, you know, uninherently, you know, unintentionally, because every time you get more activation, Riku just gets that much stronger. And she is literally a single condition win con. You put that card in your deck and it can win you games. Doesn't always, but it can in the right type of game, especially if it doesn't go quickly and you get into like a mid-range long-term game. It's just going to pound and pound and pound. And it just gets so much value. The other portion I think that Riku specifically also suffers from is that she's too damn easy to find. Like, search if, pain. It, yeah, you, I mean, you can search for her. There's Searcher Pain. There's what? Uh, Brother. Brother and Shinra. Brother search and Shinra can also pain. search. And there's EX. You know, two yeah. of those are EX cards. Brother can't search. Brother, Brother can search for Searcher Pain. Okay, Brother can search for Yeah. So yeah, there's, I was about to say. yeah there's, a, there's a pattern to get those cards. But I mean, like, if you look at some of the other oppressive cards that happen to be in the meta, they're not, especially from that level of power, they are not just basically like, I can almost guarantee I'm going to see a Riku in a game. If I'm running less than three, I can probably still almost guarantee I'm going to see a Riku. And I'm not running less than three because Mug's a thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I think uh, Riku took out Mono Water as like a deck. Oh, for for sure. Like, Hands down. Mono Water is, it, it relies on resource generation and a slow build. I mean, it can ramp, but it's not the same as some others. And, if you know, they're designed to just kind of sit there and pound at you. And Riku's just like, I don't care. I'm going to take cards <laughs> off the top. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Mono Water should die. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Well. Why? Wow. <laughs> why do you feel about that? Why do you feel I that don't way? Know. I just don't like the deck. You don't like Mono Water decks? No, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you just huh. not like do you not like go wide and play Cloud of Darkness? It's I'm boring. Play uh, <laughs> I, I don't need a reason for things, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so All Steve, right. what about you? What do you feel how do you feel about reading? Um I you know, I'll be really honest, I don't no, I actually I was thinking about it. And I was like, do uh, do I feel like this card needs to be banned? And I felt no, I feel like it doesn't need to be banned. Mm -hmm. And then I think about it, and uh, with the prevalence of Water Wind and Riku and stuff like that, and I feel like you know it's a little bit too dominant. But is that a reason to, for a card to be banned? But then again, uh, you know, Square Enix banned you know Thaumaturge and. And Gasper for you know, hey, it's not fun anymore. So let's ban <laughs> this shit. And Dataluma. So yeah, Dat Dataluma, I can kind of see with look her, the new card Lug and stuff like yeah, Lucretius. Yeah. I can kind of see it. Cactars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can see it, um, but I, I don't know. I I feel like it didn't need to uh, get banned. Um, well, that's because like the whole package is so good. You have like Yuna, like by itself, is insanely good. So then you're like, why not ban this card? Like it's not like one card out of all like Valifor, Riku, and Pain. It's like they're all just good. Yeah, yeah, they certainly are. But it it doesn't have to be that Riku. Like for instance, Edward was playing Water Wind today, mm -hmm. and he was running the the two drop backup Riku, the one, EX the EX burst yeah, one that activates all your forwards. That activates all your forwards, and it was perfectly fine. I mean, he wasn't yeah. his win con so he built his deck as. My win condition is not to do something else and then just in case I'm going to be milling you out. It was just, I'm going to win this way. This is how I'm going to win. I don't need a backup. And so that's how he built his deck. And it worked fine. He got me with it. Yeah, yeah. 
So do you think in these types of situations where you have a card, I mean, again, like we've, I know that, you know, Ryan and Jeff have not probably listened to every episode and they haven't been here for all of them. Um, I've been here for more of them than most. I've uh, listened to most of them. See, good. Yeah. So one of the things that I've said for a long time is, is that, um, or like one of the questions I've always posed is when we have a situation like this, what do we think is the better idea? Is, is, a car, is it better to try and build into some elements or multiple elements, cards that are going to counter this. Like, um, obviously, Matoya, I think, uh, was a good example for, like, the anti-discard in, in, in chapters, which was basically, like, if you discard a card, you get to draw a card hmm. um, so that, like, you can hard counter some of those things because, obviously, you have hard counters to summons, you have hard counters to all of these things. Discard doesn't have a hard counter. They discard you and you just get to give up a card. Do you, do you prefer to see bands like this? Would you prefer to see cards, like, counter cards? for that in the meta or would you even like i mean if they decided to make a counter card would you like would you call for a riku to be unbanned would you just say like build a freaking counter in opus 13 and give us back riku personally uh i prefer soft counters so nothing nothing as dramatic as that matoya uh and you'll notice a lot of the counters that we do have like stuff for for summons and stuff are things like silent verse which counters a single summon um and i and, and i like that where it doesn't just completely invalidate a strategy if you get it down. Um, what I what I think would have been really nice to deal with the Riku s situation is for more elements to get access to uh, Archer Ninja type effects that could have that could have dealt with it. Uh, maybe even just something like return a two cost backup to the hand. Even something <sighs> as soft as that. You mean Sephiroth won't do? The eight-drop Sephiroth won't do? You can play that in any deck. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can. So, like, you know, we have cards like Minwu and uh, Aerith that can counter Dataluma, although, you know, they can still be dealt with. Uh, and so I like that dynamic where it's like there are cards that make things a lot more difficult for the deck. Uh, I, would, I would much rather see a prevalence of things like that that give you... Uh, you know, interesting decisions when you're deck building, especially because you can discard these cards for CP in matchups where they're not relevant. It's not like needing a sideboard where you have to like literally have a bunch of cards designed. You can run those. Yeah. I mean, would we, do you think we'd see stuff like that? I mean, obviously, I, it seemed like Hilgagus was starting to make some appearances to try and help deal with Riku. Yeah, sure. I mean, last you know. Opus, people were running uh, all sorts of stuff to kill um, uh, Cactuar and... So you saw a lot of uh, Ranger, you saw Nash, you saw Psychom, Wardens, Wardens, whichever one. Yeah, know. the three drop. Kill yeah, the one. three drop. Yeah, kill. yeah, kill a two cost monster or less. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Zell also kills, uh, yeah. but it's fire, so we don't. Yeah. <laughs> less hey, Zell. Less Zell. Fire has gotten so. <laughs> that's a completely different topic. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I actually like uh, soft counters as well. Um, I don't think there is a need for a uh, hard counter for uh, Riku milling stuff, but definitely I think um, having more colors have access to backup breaking. It does. You don't have to give them like fucking uh, you know a lot of stuff, right? But if you give them little bits yeah. so that they have access to. Uh, breaking backups and stuff like that. You I get think something that has to like what break itself and be a unique name, so it's not like you can. Yeah, like <laughs> like you know, he was saying Archer. Archer is a very good example. Giving that to all colors, um, or even or even uh, something a little more unique, like the lightning that takes an Odin from your break zone and puts it on top of your deck. Suddenly, you have an extra card in your deck. It's slightly harder to mill you out. You know, make a couple more cards like that, maybe. 
you know, we can attack the problem from lots of different angles. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think they just need more time because, like, all these solutions are, like, print new cards. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah, by the time, you know, we get to Opus 20, won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one would hope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll have new problems it. by then. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I actually don't know too much about this, but I know Jeff and you guys wanted to talk, maybe not Ryan, but you guys wanted to talk about it, but in the... German Nationals? In, or UK, uh, UK Nationals. UK Nationals. There were some incidents that came up. Last week, yeah. Last week. So please enlighten me about it. So um, uh, UK Nationals was run uh, not by Square Enix, but by uh, Asmodee, a French company who I don't... A French company in UK, huh? Yeah. Um, hmm. They've got, I don't know, a, f- a UK branch or something. Uh, they're, the, they're the company that owns like Fantasy Flight Games. Um, so they're yeah. like a big big conglomerate. Okay. And uh, I think that their communication with Square Enix wasn't very good. So a lot of people who showed up for UK Nats who had uh, buys given to them from various regionals that had happened around. Um, uh, so to, to set the scene, instead of uh, the way that we do it where like Crystal Cups and local qualifiers get you an invite to nationals, their nationals is just open invite or just open to everybody. And by winning those other events, you earn some number of buys. Okay. Uh, I like that. And I think that that. each of these events had a minimum amount of players. Uh, I'm going to guess it was eight. Like that if you don't have eight players at one of these events, you won't earn a buy. So the problem became that uh, the tournament organizers could not confirm how many people were at several of the events. And so without that certainty... They revoked those buys. <laughs> hmm. That so sucks for those guys. Yeah. So, so they just revoked all buys? Not no. all buys. Uh, just the ones that they couldn't confirm. I and don't. I don't know how many. I don't how, know how many were revoked. Then how many buys were revoked? Uh, it, at least five or six. There was wow, all kinds of stuff. Um, there were people getting losses instead of a buy. Like uh, wait, what? People were getting losses instead one, of a buy? I think, I think I read that one person got a loss instead of a buy. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> You're supposed to get a free win. He's like, no, you get a loss. They yeah. had like emails from uh, the EU manager, like Tim Schilder. Yeah, so that's not some, proof? Of them, some of them had, you know, uh, emails that were like, yes, you do have a buy from this event. And that wasn't that wasn't considerable enough proof to, to get that buy. Uh, oh, wow. My, uh, my uh, teammate, um, James Greaves, had one of those. I'm also a teammate. They, no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so even though he had demonstrable proof on his phone in his email that he had a buy, his buy was revoked, and he just immediately went on tilt and uh, lost, lost pretty, the, pretty oh. bad. He went 4-4, did not, that's, was not happy. That's commendable. I mean, it's not great because you're not yeah. going to you know, go get to you know, day two and stuff. Yeah. But, but he had a great deck. He was super practiced with it, and he just was not, not – no, he's not mentally there. there. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. I yeah. mean, you walk in expecting to have a day, off, you know, a time off. Yeah. And if you yeah. show up late, expecting that you're going to have time off or that you don't have to worry about it, and then we'll be like, yeah, here's your game loss, or you're disqualified, or like you tough get luck buy, you get to play. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah I, you would, need uh, to play right now. Yeah. That would probably mess with yeah. my game too. Yeah. yeah. So that oh, was, that's unfortunate. That was pretty frustrating. Um, well, there also, were some other incidents. For, for some reason, it wasn't going to be streamed. I don't know. Like uh, Square Enix's stream software was gonna was in use somewhere else. I have no idea where it was being in use. I don't know why it wasn't there. Uh, um, maybe the Japanese tournament. 
uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, like if they if they just ship their streaming stuff across seas like that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I mean we got one unit, sometimes. guys. We just got one unit. The whole <laughs> there's, world. There's one camera. Square Enix <laughs> can afford one camera. Uh, anyways. Uh, luckily, there was a volunteer team that got, they with 24 hours notice, they volunteered for it. Uh, they managed to get the stream up. They missed the first round, but they got everything else. They did a great job. Uh, so I wanted to commend them for, for making that happen. I was really excited to, to be able to watch th an event that two of my teammates were playing at. So uh, that was that was a blessing. Yeah, um, it's really good that happened because I definitely, from what I've seen, um, especially in the the geeky villain uh, videos and stuff like that, a lot of people do enjoy watching the versus yeah, uh, yeah. videos and stuff like that. So streaming is, I think, very in essential um, to uh, get you know the what is it to get the popularity out there yeah. to yeah. get the information and out even there to build the community. Uh, yeah, you know, I stay up late and shit post on <laughs> Discord about. All the streams, you know. I did that last night. I stayed up until eight watching uh, uh, the Crystal Cup in Thailand, just just totally talking all talking kinds. Trash. Of, yeah, but I mean that's but I mean that's I mean that's part of being in an active community and growing this thing. I mean, especially like Square has maybe done a better job. I don't know if I'm willing to give them a they have better job trying to make sure that this game is promoted. But it has it has for a long time felt very grassroots. And so right now, I mean, that's how that's how games are growing right now. They're not growing. Yes, there's advertisement, but a lot of it's by the people that are yeah. doing it and getting it out there and like just getting in front of people. I definitely agree, especially up here in the Northwest. I feel like it's very grassroots still. I don't feel like we're getting, uh, you know, we get like ton of support. I mean, you know, granted, we do appreciate, you know, the the promo cards and you know some of the events are you know uh, sponsored by yeah. Square Enix but um, but like if I walked into if I looked at every card shop in the area in Seattle and I chose like five or six at random if I walked into most of those and be like hey did you know that Final Fantasy has a card game I guarantee you most of them would be like what are you talking about that's a, that's a running meme in our discord <laughs> oh that, yeah that every single time that uh, Square Enix streams on like their their normal channel that they usually run like 14 content on or every time that it gets mentioned um on you know some twitter guy it's like oh my god mentions final game? fantasy someone <laughs> is like oh my god there's a final fantasy card game i had no idea every single yeah, every time, time. <laughs> yeah i honestly i honestly think they also have you know like magic when you look at uh, magic they they send um i believe uh, wizard uh, wizard of the coast sends like these little props and oh, stuff yeah, like that got, to like, the store yeah posters yeah. and all this stuff that they send out and i feel like you know Square Enix can you know up I their game a little bit i want some posters you could put some cool stuff on that you know i mean we do get like the pre-release posters and stuff you know those are okay i guess but anyways <laughs> <laughs> uh we feel like uh we would like a little bit more support you know but, but also, uh, we're, we're doing fine but a little bit of support would be nice but we're yeah, also probably love. asking for those things <laughs> whereas like they're not being handed to distributors being like here give these to people yeah just like throw i mean throw it at people you know <laughs> if, especially if things are coming in a trickle you know, some places are willing to get them and then be like, oh, well, I know that these stores are running, so here. But I don't think that's that's not what every, you know, like everyone needs something. <laughs> like it needs to just be a fountain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, speaking about, you know, Square Enix and, you know, their events and stuff like that, we actually uh, are going to have Earth Crystal Cup, which is in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And that is in like two weeks, three weeks, two three, weeks, three weeks. It's on the 14th and 15th. OK. And we actually have two people who are going to be going and uh, representing uh, the Northwest. We also have Stephen Bambick <laughs> mm -hmm. that will be going representing Northwest as well. Do we know anyone else who are going? Some of our Oregon buddies are. Yeah. Coming. Two of our Oregon 
friends are coming down. Um, Josh Cavan, who I played uh, round one, day two of the last Crystal Cup or the the um, Crystal Cup water. Yeah, water. Crystal, and yeah. Uh, Ben Fimisone, who beat me in round six of the Petite Cup to make top eight. Okay, so they will be coming as well. Okay, mm -hmm. sounds good. I hope uh, you guys do extremely well. Um, how do you guys feel about like the draft? You guys, ex I know you're ex probably. Oh, excited I'm excited for the draft. draft. I'm making, I'm making top thirty-two. I don't care. Jeff I don't care what draft. I have to do. <laughs> hates draft. I really hope you make it so that you can experience the draft. Me um, too. I really hope for that. Uh, Ryan, how do you feel about it? Are um, you excited? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> he um, sounds ready. Draft. I'm like fifty-fifty on it. Like, <laughs> where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> I thought it'd be fun at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to judge like how good I am at draft because like we don't play draft that often. Yeah, and it is I, expensive. It is expensive, but also like when I do well at draft, I'm not sure if it's because like I did well at draft or because people are like trying to take the money or cards. Or because yeah, the rest <laughs> of us suck. Did you just did you just put together a semi coherent deck and the rest of us are just like I'll take another ace. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ace. Probably <laughs> <laughs> if you're running eight aces, you know. Well, definitely, Ryan. I believe uh, you talked. The more you talk to Jeff about draft, I'm sure that you'll get better, <laughs> and um, I'm sure you will do. He'll talk your ear off about drafting when you guys are rooming <laughs> together at Earth at Crystal Cup, whether he wants to hear it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, definitely, I do hope both of you guys make it to day two, and I hope Ryan, you actually qualify for the Nationals. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I hope you do. Yeah, um, and. Um, yeah, uh, I'm probably going to go to the Dark Crystal Cup, so hopefully I'll see you guys all there and everything. Uh, we have, so I think that's it. Well, you won't see and me there. Yeah, you already got me, I mean, I won't see you yeah, there, yeah. but I'll see you in I'll be, yeah, L.A. I'll be in Look L.A. Look at this guy. Sure, like, sure. I'm too good oh, for so the Oh, so you're not going Crystal to Nationals Cup. at all then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too good for the Dark Crystal Cup. You, you pee on in you the Dark Crystal Cup. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jeff is definitely going to Nationals, and I hope that Ryan and I qualify to get to the nationals as well but yeah. this is it arizona crystal cup the earth crystal cup and dark crystal cup will be the only ways here anyways the people here will be able to qualify yep. uh, for nationals in la and then worlds and then worlds also in la also in yep. la <laughs> yep. i think it's like right around um november right before like, like thanksgiving yeah right right around thanksgiving i believe uh world is at so Anyways, are you gonna, would you go to Worlds if you uh, qualify? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Okay. Well, they're paying for the flight. Yeah, game. they pay for airfare. So, so that's, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. They're, they're, they're getting away pretty cheap for if, if one of us qualified because they only have to pay like $200, <laughs> like $200 tickets. There was well, a, there's there was people a guy coming from Thailand or uh, Japan. like Singapore or whatever, and they'll be paying a thousand plus dollars for oh, their Oh, no, flights. the best was uh, year one when it was in uh, in the UK. Uh, somebody lived uh, literally a mile away. They paid for his bus ticket. <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> Not even well, a taxi? Wow. <laughs> Not even a taxi? Cheese. <laughs> You just get a bus pass. <laughs> 50 cents. It's going to be the cheap bus, too. It's not even yeah. nice. Yeah. You have to sit with all the, the derelicts. <laughs> well, anyways, thanks for joining us at Live from Midgar. Uh We hope to see you next week. Join us for uh, we're going to have. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Why? Why maybe? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that he can attend for sure. Unless oh, you're talking about yeah, else. I was about to, but now okay, okay. Yeah. I thought he was coming. Okay, well, join us next <laughs> week. Uh, we're still going to have a live from Mikar. Uh We may have a special guest, and also we uh, will have...
PAX, I believe, will be going on in Seattle. So we might have a little bit less of a crowd and stuff like that, but we will definitely have a lot to talk about. So join us next week. And this has been Steve, Jeff, and Neil, and Ryan. Thank you. This has been Live from Midgard, the Final Fantasy Trading Card Game podcast recorded at Geeky Villain. For more information, make sure to visit us on Facebook and to check out our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening, and as always, please stay geeky.